Make room for sports. 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 Room for Sports, the most popular sports podcast in the world. Uh, with me, I have Mikhail Britt. I have not made any room for sports this week. I gotta say, I'm a little nervous. All right, getting um, getting some honesty out straight uh, straight in the first few seconds of the episode. That's what the listeners like. Uh, and Dave Dominique uh, calling in from Iceland, uh, where you just I'm landed excited. an hour ago. Yeah, I landed in uh, Keflavik International Airport an hour ago, and also I'm excited because I don't know if we've ever had like a booing, a booing drop uh, on Make Room for Sports, but I think if ever there were a time to use a booing drop, it would be uh, during Mikal's admission in his intro that he didn't watch any sports this week. Yeah, the Mikal confession. But then also like a cheering drop for like being honest. Yeah. Right there. We'll drop it right there. We'll do like a simultaneous cheering booing drop and they'll both be at the exact same level and people won't be able to understand what they're hearing. It'll sound like a, a herd of cows screaming. It's like it's like my whole life is just like a lot it's like simultaneous boos and cheering all the time. Well, I want the listeners to know that if in the first minute of this podcast there were three drops, one of booing, then cheering, then of cows, you know that I edited it. If not, it's probably Mikhail editing it. <laughs> yeah, and if there's no <laughs> drops at all, uh, that means it fell upon me because uh, I have a busy week. Um, all right. <laughs> so... Wait, I'll still edit in the cows. I'll still edit in the cows. Well, now the listeners uh, don't know what to think. Um, yeah. Dave, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm delighted. So Dave, you rushed from the airport to a hotel uh, to make room for Make Room for Sports. Uh, where you where he has spotty Wi-Fi, and but it's probably not as bad as Finland overall. I mean, not as bad. Why did did Finland seem bad? No, it seemed good. But I mean, you're in a hotel. I mean, hotels usually have okay Wi-Fi. I mean, I've never been to Iceland. Ho- hotel might be generous for this situation. That might be a generous <laughs> descriptor. Yeah, um, I think this place is like somewhere between a hostel and a motel. But it's like really clean. It's like that. I don't know. It's like that European thing. Like maybe I'm just too old for this type of place. But it's like I don't have a bathroom in my room uh-huh. or in the hallway. But it's also really really clean. And there's a hot tub. So I don't know. It's like a weird mix of of high class and low class things. Dave, based on what I know about Europe, uh, I'm afraid to inform you that I think you've been arrested. That's that's what prisons are like in Iceland. And yeah, I think. Yeah, you're going to have to talk to uh, your corner, your very cheerful uh, team of court-appointed attorneys. Um, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you'll have to like do like some sort of like really excellent and um, life-affirming career, uh, sort of like community service. Actually, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> um, all right, man. Like so, so yeah. So this is a uh, this is. I guess we we're going to talk about like the podcast and people are listening to it host choice we don't know what to make host of that choice. host choice host choice um look i mean you know we every month more people inexplicably tune in um and um we don't know what to make of it so if if we are offering anything you like or dislike uh please feel free to let us know uh once again the rule of make room for sports is if you suggest a segment we'll do it 
uh, and there's also very good likelihood we'll just have you on the podcast at some point because um, what we were going to have uh, that woman who sent us the recordings of her analyzing the Hillary. podcast on, but I guess we can't have her on without Mike. Yeah, I yeah, guess Hillary. did anyone? Well, I guess we're waiting for Mike to contact her and ask her. Um, and then I was thinking, like one way to get women to listen to your show, which is I understand about sports. You've never listened to it, right? I'm not a listener. <laughs> But but I am a woman, and uh, I was thinking one thing that's popular with women is, like, criticizing women. So I think that you could have a feature where maybe I and others have an advice column for Chelsea Clinton that's just advice for Chelsea Clinton. Um, and I think that no one ever thinks about Chelsea Clinton for sports, so that would be fresh and political. I just think she's dumb. What, what should and she bad at sports. Um. Yeah, we should say Mike's not on this episode inexplicably because he's at dinner, even though it's like 10, 10, 10 15 his time. And who has dinner at 10 15 on a Sunday shady. night? I'm not sure if that's really what he's doing right now. That could be a drop. Sounds shady. Sounds Do you think Mike lied to us? Ooh. Like, the listeners are going to think we're, like, setting up a bit here, but this is honest emotional betrayal happening in real time. That could time. be a drop, too, or, like, a segment um, idea. Do you think Mike lied to us? <laughs> well, we, we <laughs> thought Simon idea. lied to us when he was supposedly in uh, England. Well, it could be, like, do you think blank lied to us? Do you think blank lied to us? Do you think blank live to us. Wait, before we get into, you know, our our uh, merry hijinks, I just want to put out a question to the listeners. If anyone is listening right now and found us through episode 708, we really need to know why you came to us first through episode 708. That's all I have, I have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah, 708 in, an inexplicable hit um to the point where, you know, we're wondering if it's like some kind of bot thing that they have to listen to podcasts. Oh. Um, before they can go out in the, I, I, no, I mean, that's, I don't even have an intelligent theory as to why 708 is so popular. Um, Mikhail, are you, uh, are you out and about? Great question. Uh, should I be honest? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm a little bit out and for. about. Yeah. I'm a little bit out and about, but you know, although I didn't make room for sports this week, I did make room for the podcast. I always make room for the podcast. You made room for beeping. The re- that. Yeah, the reason I know that you're out and about is because it sounds like you're uh, at a gas station. It sounds you're like gonna... you're backing up an 18-wheeler. There's going to be a series of noises. I think it'll die down eventually, but, you know, life's hard. Life's hard. You got a baby who's now walking and, and a pregnant wife, and and then you got to try to watch sports on top of it. Sounds brutal. No, I mean, I've, I've said... I've said many times this podcast is one of the worst things that's ever happened to me personally. It's really brutal. It's really brutal. <laughs> it's really hard. I'm doing the best I can. That's but, all uh, I can say. Know. Like if the fans can just appreciate that, like I'm absolutely doing the best I can. The fans really need to chill out with that's... judging you. Are they judging me? Wait. Well, the one week we missed. Well, the one week we were late, they did yell at us for being late. Oh, uh, we just lost Mikhail, by the way. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're off to a pretty good start. Oh, no, Mikhail's back. Okay. Uh, okay. Just, just kind, of, kind of fading in and out. That's, that's uh, I guess, 
yeah, yeah, we're we're doing great, buddy. I got another phone. I got another phone call, and like it it um it made my Skype it overrid. What would be the past tense of override? Overrid? Overrode? Overrode? <laughs> overrode? Yeah. It overrode my. Yes. Overrode Simon. Overrode It's overrode Overrode. We need Mike. We need Mike here. He's the real. God. Well, maybe this will just be like a seven-minute episode. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking you know? that. Because like, the fa- that would be fine. Because the fan, because the one time we were late, I did get a, a few tweets about it, but they certainly didn't say anything about like they they've never said anything about like oh that wasn't long enough of an episode. We've never received that critique. <laughs> so like as um, long as we just like check in and say hello, that's good enough. You think? <laughs> like once a week. Yeah, yeah. Like our podcast could yeah. just be us just all getting on the together and just saying like, hey, what's up? I feel like I'm ready to talk about sports. Make room for sports. Okay. Yeah. But, Thanks, Dave. All right, let's dive into some sports. I mean, I assume most of our listeners, again, are, are serving some kind of complex sentences or people with uh, obsessive compulsive disorder who listened to the first episode and now they have to listen to like 200 more. Mm, sounds problematic. Um, all right, so what uh, what happened? In, so Dave, uh, uh, diving in, I have, I have a little thing that I want to talk about this week, but I might save it for my plays of the week. Um, do you want to talk about soccer? This is incredible. This is an unprecedented sport, I think, on our podcast. Oh, yeah, we have things to say about soccer. Uh, before we really dive in, I just wanted to put it out there that if there are any soccer expert listeners who have anything to say about soccer, international or club soccer, um, we're, we're interested. Send us voice memos from your iPhone or, you know, let us know that you'd like to come on and talk. But um, the thing that yeah, I wanted like do to... do the work for us. I... We don't want to have to do that much work. So if listeners can just send us that in and we can just play it on the air, boom, podcast it basically runs itself. I have a friend who knows a lot about soccer, but she's trying to go into politics. So I'll have to be careful about asking her if she wants to be on the show. Oh, like she might want to use like a fake name. She could call herself anything she wants. Are you saying none of us can ever run for president? Yes. Make room for sports. Um, like, well, I'm just saying, like, this, like, this could be held against us right. <laughs> for sure. Um, not because it's you know problematic necessarily, but just because like anyone you know who hears it will uh will doubt our ability to do anything. Well, any woman that's um, into a sport that we're not into and is highly verbal and does things. Things that are highly verbal for a living sounds like a good fit for, for for our podcast yeah 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 all right all right i'll reach out i'll reach out maybe next week we will have uh a female guest <laughs> actually yeah we really yeah we should find what, what is she an expert on soccer soccer yeah <laughs> we're still we're still talking about soccer the soccer minute ha- soccer minute hasn't ended we really went deep with soccer no but so the <laughs> the u.s men's <laughs> the uh the u.s men's soccer team won something called the gold cup last week and that's cool like yeah the cheering's going but you know the only thing is that you read that in the finals they beat jamaica and it's like all right like so a country of 330 million people (laughs) beat a country of like five million people or something and that's the championship we did it but you know uh be that as as it is, um, we did win something. But the real news is we're actually in trouble. Oh. Make room for sports. Because, um, yeah, the next World Cup is in Russia uh, next summer. And that's not why we're in trouble. We're in trouble because we haven't done so well in the qualifying um, uh, test heats or whatever they're called um, for the World Cup 2018. 
And so apparently we're playing on September 1st against Costa Rica. If we beat Costa Rica on September 1st, I think we're in. But if we lose to Costa Rica on September 1st, then I think, from what I could tell, because the rules are extremely complex, but from what I could tell, then we're suddenly in a, um, well, we're in a sudden death elimination game in November versus probably either Panama or Honduras. So there's a possibility that the U.S. men's team could not make the World Cup for 2018 is what I'm, the point of all that. Oh, my goodness! I have a, I have a question about everything you just said. First of all, Jamaica secret winners. I agree with that, um, just yeah, statistically. Totally. But uh, right, if they, so if they all curve, these countries, if they curve the points like for population, then Jamaica actually beat us like 150 to, uh, <laughs> to whatever. <laughs> to yeah. two. Um, yeah, because we beat them two one. Yeah. Um, so do all these countries just have one soccer team? Great question. Um, each country has a national team, yeah. But so there's there's two oh, there's two okay. different things going in soccer, and I'm really I'm not the person to speak with any sort of authority on soccer. But um, uh, one thing that people follow, and I just looked up the population by the way of Jamaica, it's 2.8 million. So we have more than 100 times as many people as Jamaica. But um, um, one thing that people follow in soccer is international soccer, and that's like national teams, the U.S. team, Jamaica team, French team, and so on, Argentina. Um, then there's also this thing called club soccer, and I guess that's where you hear about like Manchester United and something Arsenal and I don't or like the LA Galaxy at Los Angeles has well, a soccer yeah, team. Well, yeah, so the U.S. has something um, called Major League Soccer, and that's like our club soccer. And then like every country has club soccer, like Spain has club soccer, and Britain does obviously, and Italy. Um, and so I think the most elite soccer maybe is that club soccer, and that's what people get like really wild about. Um, and is there so yeah but we need we need we need an expert i think to to, to give us a little more about this yeah well next week soccer week uh and we won't just have albro back on the show because he that was that was too stressful and too too much information i know he knows about soccer but we can't just rely on him for everything i'm gonna get uh i'm gonna see if my friend i'm not gonna say her name because again she wants to run for political office i'll see if she wants to say her name um but she she definitely she definitely will be able to answer like all these questions about soccer and uh, so next week, soccer. We can like we can like alter her voice. <laughs> That's a okay. So she uses her actual name, but we alter her voice so she can credibly later say that's not me. All right. Well, that that feels like more effort than her just using a different name. But um, all right. Well, this is very exciting. So September first, we find out if our team will play Russia. <laughs> no. And September first, no. um, the U.S. has a chance to. We September 1st, we have a chance to clinch um, qualifying for the 2018 World Cup in Russia. If we lose that game against Costa Rica, then I think we're going to be in a sudden death elimination game in November versus either Panama or Honduras. Okay, so if we win September 1st, we will not play Russia. We will play in Russia. Yeah, so Russia's, Russia's okay, hosting that's... the 2018 World Cup. Uh, which does mean that they automatically qualified for it. The host country is automatically in, but then 31 other teams get to participate and they earn entry via this qualifying uh, tournament that we're in right now. Okay, this is, this is you heard it here first, folks. Um, Do you know anyone on the uh, US team? Anybody? Great question. Uh, no. No, of course not. How would we know? How could we ever know something no. like that? No. <laughs> That's a, that is literally one of the most absurd questions that has been ever asked in the history of Make Room for Sports. It's like, like, 
like are you i mean i just want to wrap my head around what you even asked you're asking me if we know any players on the u.s yes. soccer team yeah i want to ask are we on speakerphone brit can you put us can you put the mic closer to your mouth yeah you sound really quiet is that better yeah yes I'm sorry about that yeah, much better okay um I think there's a greater likelihood that I personally know a person on the U.S. <laughs> men's soccer team, and I'm just not aware of it, than that I could actually name one, like, offhand as yeah. a fan. So, yeah. Um, all right, the next segment, it's good that Mikal is, for whatever reason, has taken his phone off the dashboard and is holding it to his face. <laughs> because the next segment we are have... You, are you watching me right now? How do you know that? I just, you know the the sonic landscape of your uh, of your portion of this podcast is pretty uh, you know fairly manifest. Sorry guys, I'm a little tired Listen, today. I should have had some takes, caffeine. Whatever it takes. That's the thing about this podcast. You should have had, you should have had caffeine. This is the most you know this. Okay, so yeah, maybe I'll start using a pseudonym because I'm saying a lot of stupid, incriminating things on, on this podcast. I started to realize, but this is the, the most sober I, I've been on this podcast in, in a long time. Um, I'm stone cold I'm sober right like, now. Me too. I am completely so. Oh, no, guys. This is weird. No wonder this is. No wonder this is going <laughs> guys, well. This is, this is Mike's weird. not here, and the three of us are sober. Wait, uh-huh. this is, okay, this is well, weird, right? Anyway, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. This is really we're really off. We're really off this episode. Wait, Britt, can I ask a question? Um, that, like, yeah. while we while we continue to prolong like our frustration of Simon's transition like three minutes ago, um, are you trying? Like, is, so have you like? Are you sort of like experimenting with different ways to be like disruptive and to behave weirdly on the air? Like, I don't understand why the why the phone or the or the microphone wouldn't have been up against your mouth to begin with. I'm not even sure. Like, I'm not really <laughs> sure if I'm like doing. Like, um, if I'm doing this on purpose or not, like, is, I don't know. Am I trying to disrupt the podcast or is it just like naturally happening? I can't really tell you. Okay. Okay. We don't know ourselves that much. Uh, but I imagine since this is our most awkward episode in, in a while, I imagine the listeners right now are covered in a clammy sweat, uh, (laughs) hoping we'll move on. We did it. Um, just praying that this will move forward. Uh, but they're not going to like where it's headed because the next item that I see on this wonderful outline uh, that I think Dave created is Mikal addresses Andy Marie's comments on casual sexism. Oh, uh, I thought it was going to be Mikal's uh, pseudo serious report on sumo wrestling. <laughs> okay, why no, don't you do no, that no, instead? Because this... no one wants. Well, this news about. Okay, can you combine the two? <laughs> this news about. Uh our friend Andy is like pretty old at this point. Cause I think I heard this on the outline like two or three weeks ago. So, Oh, well, basically okay. a, 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 well, a reporter said to him, um, well, you're the first, um, you're the first player to win. Oh shit. I don't even remember anymore, but, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. the reporter made I'm a Googling comment Andy like, inferring that he was the only player to have done something, but actually Serena Williams had done the same thing. And he corrected the reporter and said, no, like there's been women who have done this. And then the reporter uh, got all red in the face. And, um, ah. and so everyone was really proud of him because he, he and, it, and then they, in, if you go back, he's had other moments like that where he's corrected reporters for saying the same thing to him. Mm. So he's not afraid. Andy Murray, friend of the podcast, and uh, and a tennis player, I believe. <laughs> yes, yes, he is a tennis player. Okay, he's a good tennis player too. All right, he's a he, yeah, and he's a, he won something. And he's a pretty weird looking tennis player. So I think the next logical question is. is... 
Dreamboat or Shipwreck. Shipwreck. Yep. All right, so I'm Googling Andy Murray because I don't really know what he looks like, uh, though I know that his heart... Oh, no, this guy's he's a handsome fellow. You don't need to know what he looked like. He's like a defender of, of, of feminism. <laughs> That's true, but that can come from a weird place right. sometimes, yes. so I'm looking oh, him up anyway. Nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, listen. So I just, I just, uh, you know, did I just pulled an Andy Murray on you, Mikhail? <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, I think he's a he's a he's a handsome guy. Every photo of him, he's smiling and holding a medal, which is a bit a bit much. Seems like a bit of a stereotype for a, a medal-winning ter- tennis guy, but yeah, he's a handsome fellow. I, I I like him. You know, so I did not like him. Boat. All right. <laughs> But yeah, you got to say it, Simon. Yes. Yeah, he's a dreamboat. Andy Murray, dreamboat. There you go. Nice, nice. Um, when I was watching him play, I did not like him. I would have gone shipwreck. I thought he was kind of stiff, and yeah. um, he just seemed like no fun, kind of. Um, but then after seeing him not be afraid to tell these reporters, hey, women play tennis too, I... He's a dreamboat then. Oh, yeah, I want to play devil's advocate and ask, yeah, like, and I, ask, like, when you say he's not afraid to say that, like, what does he risk when he says that? Great question. Well, I'm just going to say that I've also made... I'm, I'm going to stand up right now for women everywhere and say, I'm pretty sure that women play tennis <laughs> sometimes. You're... That's very um, modern. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm kind of a hero, actually. He doesn't I'm stand to lose anything, use... but, like, he... he the fact is that he's, um, he knows <laughs> that women play tennis. <laughs> yeah. He knows that Serena tennis. Williams. Yeah, it's not just, he knows that Serena. It's not a theory. Yeah. He, he knows okay. that his contemporary peer is like, is, is, is one of the greatest, like, athletes of, of our time. That's right. Yes. So, and, and, and a woman also. To me, that's, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not that impressed. I'm going, I'm going shipwreck. Oh. Okay. You think you think you think this was performative feminism? You think he was just uh, pandering, pandering to the internet, and uh, it really had no meaning, no weight to it, and uh, shipwreck is. is and I don't like vote. his teeth. I like his uh, teeth. So what that's kind why of I teeth does he have? Like like um, British? Yeah. You want to yeah. ding me for that, guys? You want to <laughs> ding right. me for that? Nope. No. I don't no. Know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nope. Not not this time. Yep, you get you got off clean. So listen, the, um, there's a bunch more dreamboat and shipwreck on this on this outline, but I do want to hear Mikal's uh, sumo sumo deep dive into like the sport of sumo wrestling because I think the listeners have been asking for that for a long well, time. Um, yeah, sumo wrestling, um, one of the oldest sports. Um, the wrestlers all have to live in t- together in something called a stable. Um, uh, can we get a fact check? All, uh, <laughs> I'm looking it yeah, up. Yeah, they live together. <laughs> like, wait, all the wrestlers? Yeah, and they eat and sleep, and it's very, it's like a hierarchy, and, like, the younger wrestlers, the older wrestlers can, like, whip them with bamboo sticks, and, like, younger wrestlers have to, like, do the dishes and the laundry and stuff. Oh, um, boy, we need a fact checker fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm doing the best um, I can right they now. They wake up I super mean, early. It's tr- they don't eat breakfast. The first thing they do is they they practice and wrestle around. Then they have like a huge lunch with protein, a lot of protein. It's like a stew. It's like some crazy stew with a lot of protein in it. And then they nap because they want to gain weight. So um, I thought that was pretty interesting. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so it's true. They live in state, uh, what they call stables or a BAYA, B-A-Y-A. Um, so, and they train all year round um, when they're not actually competing, I guess. Hmm. Um, yeah, all right. So far, so far. I did my, I, so far, Mikhail is coming research, out on guys. top. There was, um, so they wear, you know, those, um, I forget the, the, what it's called, what they wear around their, their crops Thongs. and everything. It can be like no, it's not called yeah. a thong. It's a thong, thong, thong. Um, it can be like 30 feet long, and when the when the the professionals wrestle, it's made out of silk. Um, but um, it's it's called a fundushi. Oh, okay, because it's fun. Yeah. And I'm looking at a yes. photo of of a bunch of sumo dudes in a in a stable with like a bunch of them are sort of standing around and then there are two that are doing the wrestling thing in the middle and it just looks really sad to me. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, sumo wrestling I've never quite um, understood well, myself. Is that um, part of it is that it's so deep and rich in like uh, history and, and rituals. Like it's, it's, um, it's like a throwback. So there's a lot about it that's hierarchy and rituals and like maintains um, you know aspects of i guess japanese culture that no longer really would like make sense to us but well, hmm. well i'm not into things that are kind of deep and rich yeah. in general um well, yeah i'd rather just like put on put on like some you know sitcom on netflix and they, you know. they wear that um that thing that the diaper looking thing that's how they grab each other to like do moves because they're otherwise it's all skin you can't grab anything so they try to grab that to like get somebody you know to push them out of the circle uh -huh. uh, okay also sumo wrestlers are very very flexible a lot of their workouts involve doing like um like like uh stretching so they they can do splits and stuff like that There was some controversy right. okay. recently. A younger sumo wrestler was was actually killed in the hazing in one of the stables. One of the older wrestlers like cracked a bottle over over his head and uh, killed him. And then there was another controversy. It turns out that a lot of the sumo wrestling matches are um, they're fixed. Oh. What? And yeah. So, so sumo Wait. wrestling has taken like a big hit recently um, because. After that, people were like, "This is this is bullshit." A bunch of guys went to you know went to prison, and um, it's kind of really sumo wrestling has a stain on it. They it may never recover from. This is pretty recently, like 2011, maybe I think. Okay, I'm looking that up. <laughs> um, Mikhail, are you aware uh, as as our sumo wrestling expert? Are you aware that sumo wrestling is declining in popularity? Every year, its popularity is an all time low. Um, because it's the youth of Japan has not embraced it. That's right. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of um, yeah. They only have like fifty five new sumo wrestlers like a year, um, like that go into it. Um, yeah, there, there does seem to have been a fair amount of match fixing in sumo wrestling, but I think we're gonna have to get a little more investigative on that one. You know, there's this um, this guy in WWF. I don't know if either of you guys remember, but there was a dude named Yokozuna. Um, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if he was ever really a sumo wrestler, but that was his character in WWF. And I'm just looking at some Google images of him. And he was probably, you know, he's probably between four and 500 pounds. He's managed by Mr. Fuji. And, and 
it's really mind-boggling actually like how athletic that guy was like like his finishing move was he would like jump up in the air and land with like you know sort of like the bottom of his knee like on the other guy's neck but he would get like serious air i mean he'd probably go at least like you know his ass would be i don't know at least like three 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 and a half feet in the air and then he lands like on his ass and i just think that's fucking crazy actually at that weight that's what i'm saying that's what's amazing about all the stretching they do because they even though they're that big um they can do a lot of things that you wouldn't expect somebody that large to be able to do make room for sports so again yeah so the average weight of a sumo wrestler is between 400 and 600 pounds and a typical sumo wrestler eats a daily diet of 20,000 calories um for comparison uh, a thousand calories is like I think like the minimum of what an adult's usually supposed to consume, and I think a healthy diet is usually considered two thousand calories a day for like a healthy adult man. So that's ten times that, and they eat it in two meals, two massive ten thousand calorie meals. They don't eat breakfast. They eat a, they they start at a four or five in the morning with training and exercise, but they don't ever eat in the morning, uh, so that they slow down their metabolism. Oh, wow. And then at 11 a.m., they eat their first 10,000-calorie lunch, which, as Mikal said, is like this weird stew thing. Uh, then they nap, and then they eat another massive meal and go to bed. Yeah. Wait, guys, I think I'm really, like, kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> except for if you could just add a meal or two. Yeah, oh, if man. I could just add this, the thong, I'm pretty much a sumo wrestler. Um, so that's actually, yeah, so, and, and I guess, I mean, they train, you know, like, I guess six hours, they wake up and do a lot of weight, weight training and so on. Um, so it's, you know, they have a, they have a lot of muscle, uh, underneath, um, their fat, I guess is what I'm getting at. Um, yeah. Yeah. Average weight, average weight between four and 600 pounds. That's the ideal weight. Sorry. Uh, for a, for a sumo wrestler. Uh, however, there's a 704 pound sumo wrestler who's the world's heaviest athlete. Um, and, uh, his name is, uh, Emmanuel Yarbo. Um, and, uh, sound seems like, like Japanese he's not. Name, yeah. yeah. No, but you know, I'm not, I'm not getting any great information on him quite yet. <laughs> he's six foot eight, 704 pounds. Whoa. He's a sumo wrestler. Um, I think, I think I, 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 I hate to say it. I don't know if this will come as a huge surprise. Uh, First of all, he's deceased, <laughs> um, and he was American. Oh. He was uh, from New Jersey, um, yeah, and was the world's heaviest athlete. Uh, was an MMA had an MMA career, uh, but died at the age of fifty-one. So That's, I'm surprised yeah. he made it. That that gives me hope that he made it to fifty-one at seven hundred pounds. <laughs> that's that's pretty impressive. That's a pretty good age. I mean, I that's, mean, that's one know. heart carrying yeah. like, like at least four of me. <laughs> Yeah, he died of a heart attack. Um, his manager said that he had battled all his life with food addiction and, adult, and has always said, I am a prisoner in my own body. Damn. Um, yeah. Yeah. By the age of 14, he weighed 320 pounds, uh, which he attributed to his poor diet. Um, and then I guess he just decided to, uh, to instead of trying to lose weight, to kind of go the opposite direction and just make kind of a career of it. Brace it. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, he, he, he did okay. But, yes, anyway, so so... Just uh, complimenting your deep dive there, Mikhail, uh, so the listeners get a little more information. It's a lot more, um, yeah, it's like it's a lot more fascinating than I thought. Yeah, 
<laughs> uh, that's what people are saying uh, across the world as they listen to this episode. <laughs> um, hey, let's hey, do we it. actually have a big listenership in, in Japan, so this, maybe this will be good for that. Oh, yeah. Well, if any of our Japanese listeners want to weigh in, um, ideally in English, uh, so we can understand it, um, and let us know, uh, is it, you know, kind of uh, how sumo wrestling is seen by today's kids? Because I'm really curious about that. I always find it really fascinating when, like, a tradition that we think is very popular in another country, you find out, is, like, kind of embarrassing. It'd be like, um, mm. I don't know, like, if, if, like, like, Japanese people came over here and were, like, super excited to, to like, hear, like, the Super Bowl shuffle performed. <laughs> And we're like, no, we don't, we don't do the Super Bowl shuffle anymore. That was just like a one-time thing. And they're like, no, no, no. Like Americans love the Super Bowl shuffle. Um, we'd, and we'd have to do it to be polite. Um, yeah, I'm really curious about. I'm curious about the popularity of sumo wrestling among today's well, youth. And is it just something? Yeah. Wait, I'm, I, I want to do another quick research dive. You guys can start talking about either uh, the New Orleans Pelicans or uh, Dave has to do a finish sports. Oh, you mean up. you're going into your into your uh, your research corner? I'm going into my research corner. Just okay, one great. second. Um, well, I will. I'll. I'll take over for for a minute as uh, as guest host temporarily, and um, I was interested in us transitioning to the NBA through the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, New Orleans Pelicans 2.0, uh, through a dreamboat or a shipwreck on uh, the big three of the New Orleans Pelicans. So the big three of the Pelicans is going to be Boogie Cousins, Anthony the Brow Davis, and Rajan Rondo. So I guess we should we should probably um, start with with Boogie, uh, Boogie Cousins, Brit Dreamboat or Shipwreck. He is definitely a Dreamboat. Really? Do you want to say anything more about that? Um, out of all three of them, he would be my number one Dreamboat. Why? Why? Why so? Um, his face He's got a great face. Boogie I don't know. Cousins. I mean, wow, really I mean like Anthony, Sh- Anthony, Anthony um, it's shallow. <laughs> yeah, it's a most, it's an emotionally shallow response right. to say that you find someone I mean, attractive because I mean, of their okay, face. That's the really like, wrong. I don't think we should do a dreamboat shipwreck for all three Dream- of them. I think we need to kind of like compare them, and or maybe all like, three. We already started. All no, three wait, of them. We already started. Because here's the thing. Like, let me go, let me do the second. Boogie's a physical dreamboat. Uh, Anthony's more of like, I'd rather go on a date with him. Um, probably makes better okay. conversation. He's probably a nicer guy. Um, probably a lot nicer. And so you're doing a fuck Mary yeah. kill for Boogie Cousins, Anthony Davis, and Rhonda. Right. Okay. I, I see what's going on here. All right. And go on. Continue, please. Rhonda's more like. Um, He's like the the wild card, the bad boy, the one night stand. Like he's not a dreamboat or a shipwreck. He's just like um, I don't know what you'd call. It. We need a third category. Hmm. A third category. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Boogie. Well, I'm calling Boogie Cousins a shipwreck. I I, I I I just want him to get over himself. I think, you know, it's now or never. Like he needs to decide if he wants to go down in history as a total waste of enormous talent. Or if he's actually going to help a team, like per, you know, pursue his goals, um, he's got a really good opportunity to do it this year. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna call him a provisional shipwreck. Um, I'd like to see the Pelicans start off their season, you know, at least like ten and five, ten wins, five losses, something like that. They've definitely got the talent to be a, a contender. 
uh, in the West. Um, but I'm going shipwreck for him. I'm definitely going dreamboat on the brow and Rondo. Um, uh, I don't you know. Also, you're also thinking we need a third category. I don't know. Rondo sort of makes me sick, but I also sort of love him. Like it, he's right. like really compelling. I feel like he he doesn't even belong in the league yet. Like somehow I can't wait to watch him play. Well, um, have you, haven't you ever dated a girl that like you're kind of not into, but also like you kind of like can't wait to see her? That's exactly how I feel about both Boogie and Rondo. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's true. They they feel they they feel like they're both like a little like um, a little emotional, like a little crazy and. Um, you know, I can I, I find it irritating, but also you know simul simultaneously very appealing. <laughs> For some reason, uh, my research corner led me to uh, the headline: uh, Rondo and Demarcus Cousins sarcastically clap their way into technical fouls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a good. That's it's a good really one. It's really funny. Uh, that was a good. That was a good time with them together. Those those are the good old days. Um, but yeah, they seem. Yeah, it's the too high maintenance. Yeah. They're too yeah, high yeah, maintenance. Okay, yeah. both, I'm going. Like, I'm going shipwreck for Rondo because same thing. Same thing I said about Boogie. Like it, it's time for him yeah. to grow up. Um, he won. He won Agreed. a championship. Um, I don't think it was his rookie season. It might have been though. It was in, within his first couple years. He won a championship with a team that was loaded with with uh, with veteran superstars, um, specifically Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. And since then, uh, he's really underachieved. And underachieving is not cool or sexy. So I am going shipwreck. Um, cool figured that out but the good right. news is yeah. i just want to say um this sort of skips because I, I i put something awkwardly in the in the in the in the outline that is not sequential but i heard um last week boogie cousins and anthony davis were working out together um doing some summer did, summer workout did you say to did you just uh in a freudian way say together <laughs> Okay, I'm just we'll we'll play it back. Ding. We'll play it back and see whether what I said was problematic, or or, or whether it was simply just a a, a comment on what a happened. creative editing opportunity. Um. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'm excited. Those guys are um, working out. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad that yeah. so so they're working out together, but they're because they're on a, a team. Yeah, together. but like, but they but, but, but training camp didn't start yet, so most players that are on the same team are not working out together yet but they decided to get together over the summer because they want to like figure out the chemistry figure out what each other uh, likes <laughs> like how they you know what kind of moves they, they they can work on um so um that's promising and uh and we applaud them for that here at make room for sports a little extra effort goes a long way so you feel like maybe boogie's turning it around I, that's the hope that's the hope now or never yeah it's now or never okay, for boogie that's ex an exciting an exciting prediction and also i wanted uh, to say all right do you about want them working out together that's friendship Yes, that's also true. Actually, that's pretty much the only kind of friendship I understand anymore is is uh, gym workouts. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to? Do you want to? You've left Finland. You can now be honest about what you experienced there. Hey. Um, do you want to talk wait, about Finnish sports? Can I do sports? one of my classic things where I say wait before we move? You just did. Yeah. Yeah, this is I a super so. classic Brit moment. I mean, you got the sirens in the background. Yeah. <laughs> we could barely hear anything you're saying. Actually, to be fair, that <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta, I hate to do, I hate to do this. The sirens are on my end. I left my windows oh. open. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I can't. I, I gotta take something that one. Shady. Uh, in a, in a fr something shady just happened where actually, like, Brit believed me that he had the sirens in in his background, and then he was like, oh, <laughs> it wasn't me. 
So it makes me really wonder, like, if like this is a, a bot that we're talking to, or like if Brit is really anywhere. Like, I don't understand how he was just fooled. Well, across the board, that's friendship. <laughs> I'm in the big city, so there could be sirens anywhere around me. Yeah. But wouldn't you know? But you would you would hear them. Eh, maybe. Okay. I mean, I did hear them. Actually, right. I did hear them. I heard them through the phone at through, at Simon's. So, I. Oh, okay. I was tricked. Also, I'm a robot. Well, to answer Simon's question, um, excitingly, like as I was preparing, like packing and getting ready to leave Finland um, after like almost two months there, the New York Times um, released an article this week, uh, July 27th, 2017, uh, Andrew K, and the the article is called "Finland Has a Sports Screw Loose." <laughs> And it's this whole like New York Times write-up about how wacky Finns are and all these like ridiculous sports that they huh. play. Um, huh. Yeah, the, the the first the first uh, paragraph reads: There's something strange going on in Finland. Over the past few decades, as it has all but disappeared from the global sports stage, this humble Nordic nation has sort of lost its sports mind. Um, and then it goes on to describe all of these ridiculous <laughs> sports um, that are played in Finland right now. Like like tossing um, logs onto other logs. No, they're way weirder. Like, for example, um, they now have every year the Mosquito Killing World Championships. Um, oh, wow. I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, I, think, yeah. I feel like I, I, I unironically feel like I'm really good at killing mosquitoes. <laughs> well, the world record right now is, is 21 bugs in five minutes. Damn. I feel like I could beat that. I could definitely yeah, beat that. Good. That too. That seems pretty low. That's, Here's another weird one. Yeah, that actually seems really The World weird. Sauna Championships were heavily contested in Hainola from 1999 to 2010 until a competitor died from third-degree burns. Ooh. I would not, la I would not win no. that. You, you, uh, as established, I'm a pretty much a lightweight when it comes to saunas. Um, quick question about the mosquito thing. Do you, do you, can you like wear like um, mosquito pheromones oh. or like coat your skin with honey or something that would attract mosquitoes i don't know maybe maybe we need to, maybe you, we need to try to have a, a guest like a, a finnish guest from like the board of the world mosquito uh killing championships like come on and talk and, about it and what are you killing them with well you i have no like, idea i mean i assume your hands it's gotta be your hands uh, well no because if you if you could just like irradiate the air you could kill every mosquito i mean if you dropped like a bomb <laughs> like an atom bomb on Finland. Another weird one. Can you think of how many mosquitoes oh, you kill? Oh, that would definitely. <laughs> you definitely get more than twenty-one. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. So, so no, it's got to be with your hands. There's got to be rules because, I mosquitoes aren't like bees. If 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 you get stung by a bee, one of the problems is other bees will be attracted to sting you. At least until you kind of like they they sense the there's a pheromone in like bee venom, but mosquitoes you know they can smell like blood, so if you stab yourself. Uh, and go into mosquito killing competition. You're gonna have the upper hand. So like, there's got to be rules. There's got to be like a lot of rules. But I think and I would win eat, this. Um, there's um, certain foods you can eat that make your blood uh, sweeter, and they like that. Yeah. They like it better. Oh. Yeah, like sugary foods, like like Gatorade or probably or something. <laughs> so, but but I've got family in uh, Duluth, Minnesota, and the mosquitoes there are, are pretty intense. They're pretty quick. So I, I feel like I could I feel like I could hold my own. <laughs> Um, another weird Finnish sport um, is swamp soccer. 
Um, and in, and in swamp soccer, they, they literally play soccer in a swamp and they're all like up to their knees in just like mud um, playing soccer. And there's a funny paragraph about That's it. That's a good game. Where's the ball? On Saturday morning, the men, it's just, it, it's, well, the ball it floats. floats along the surface and they have yeah. to do like sidekicks to kick it. They have to like kick like out to the side to hit it. So here's a funny <laughs> paragraph. On Saturday morning, the men stood around shivering in threadbare thrift store suits, which they said were their team's official warm-up duds. A bottle of vodka was being passed around, their preferred way, apparently, of warming up. It was 10 o'clock. Soon it would be time for their first game of the day. They set Jetta aside and stripped off their outerwear, revealing skimpy blue wrestling singlets. Uh, and Jetta is this team's mascot. Uh, Jetta is a stuffed badger ensconced in a bird cage. And that's this this uh, swamp soccer team's uh, mascot. Um, so uh, the article continues. Before they treaded into the mud, they were asked a question: Why? Quote: You can say you're world champions of swamp soccer," said Maddie Paulabara, 34, of one of the teams. Anyway, <laughs> I'm done reading this. But so, um, uh, yeah, swamp soccer. It sounds like you know it seriously I'm... enough. Like they're not really taking it serious. I mean, I... you know, when I went to Finland, I'm just remembering now I had someone gave me a bottle of alcohol that to this day I still have because I never opened it. And it was like they're like weird Finnish. It was, you know, it was like the Finnish drink, which is like this weird combination of like it's somehow like brown vodka. Like I can't understand it. And I still haven't. Uh, and it was what we were doing shots of in the sauna. Right. And because of that, I've oh. never been even remotely tempted to open this bottle. Yeah, I had that brown that brown liquor stuff it's 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 pretty good <laughs> yeah. yeah it had like an anise thing going yeah it's not bad yeah 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 it's actually not bad i mean like i was in chile and like 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 drank a bunch of like the pisco which is like um some kind of it's like a great based whiskey or something and i really um you know i've, I've been in a lot of places and drank their drinks and um the finished brown bottle of, of like inexplicable liquors is up there is yeah. up there um, with with my favorites, I also really hate soju. Oh, yeah. Um, I was hungover the entire time I was in Korea. Yeah, that this stuff gives anyway. me hangover too. It's really it, it's like by definition, I think uh, fairly impure. Um, though you could also say that about our podcast. <laughs> Got, guys, uh, do you want to know why I went into my research corner, yeah. oh, guys? I'm oh, out of cool. it now. Oh, you're out of it. Do you want to do, do? You need to go back. Yeah, I'm, do you have to I'm, go back I'm, in it to to give us. Th- did yeah, tell you why? No, no, no. I, br- I, I brought the information out oh, okay, with cool. me. Um, the average life expectancy of a sumo wrestler is between 60 and 65, wow. which is 10 years shorter than the average Japanese male. Huh. Oh, okay. that's my re- that's my research. That's what I, that's what I, it's it's a depressing. I often come out with sad information, right. and this is one of those times. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, what do we want to talk about? <laughs> oh wait, I was I'm mad at the NFL this week. Oh, why are you mad at the NFL? Do you want to talk NFL? about? Yeah. Um, so the NFL re- released a survey claiming that n- the national anthem protests were the top reason why NFL fans watched fewer games last oh, year. Oh, wow. They, d- they did this survey. It coincided with an article, uh, a fairly major... By the way, I want to point out the New York Times stole our... Like, they definitely got that finished shit from our podcast. <laughs> definitely. Um, but it, it coincided with, uh, with an article about, like, concussions uh, that came out. But it's also... Like, they only surveyed basically 1,000 people. And I should, or, sorry, 9,000 people. And uh, David, uh, David DTSS on Twitter uh, is the person, is the account that made me aware of this. 
Um, no, so sorry. So it was like only 1,100 people responded, and 26% said they stopped watching because of flag protests. 287 people. What? So out of an original 92... It's it's confusing. So 9,200 people were surveyed. Only 1,100 said they'd stopped watch, they'd watched NFL less, and of that, 26% of them said it was because of the flag you protests. Know, is, so that's only three percent. I'm giving you stats. There's something really funny about that, but Sorry. yeah, I'll let you finish. Well, it's very bizarre. Uh, so it's it's so basically only three percent of the original people surveyed said that they stopped watching because of the flag protests. But it also is like it feels like one of those situations where. Um, it's like push pulling. It's like it feels like a survey that's built to design right. that because nobody said they're like nobody said you know. Um, I don't know. It, it feels like they like asked people specifically like, "Hey, did you did you not watch football this season?" And they're like, "Yeah, I didn't watch football this season." They, and they said like, for the following reasons, and one quarter of those people that that like you know three percent of the overall number surveyed chose flag protests. So this coincided with. Um, a concussion study um and also uh they dropped it literally the morning after uh there was copernic colin copernic was kind of close to being signed and that was a news story as well so it felt very cagey and that I'm made so, me annoyed yeah. i have so many things to say yeah um i i figured that would excite you yeah I, i'm sorry i actually wanted to research this more deeply I, I think it requires a, a deeper dive in research, but I don't want to do it now. I just didn't have a, I didn't have time this week because I, I read about that and I read a few articles about it, and I got really fussy and I wanted to come up with my own stats, uh, and then I just didn't have a chance. So 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 the speculation begins well, now. Well, I have my own stat. But do you know you know what else is a number that's very similar to twenty six percent? Something that happened recently, a percent. Uh, is it? I, I don't I don't I don't know <laughs> is it is it the score that I I got on my like SATs the first time I took them? <laughs> uh, 27 percent of of uh, of registered voters voted for Donald Trump in the last election. Ah, interesting, interesting, interesting overlap. That is a statistical anomaly, and I'm impressed that you were able to pull that uh, immediately out of your head. Um, that's a good 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 stat to have and I on feel hand. Like that, that correlation um, is not I'd... coincidental. I just think probably like 26% of, course, of like, people surveyed are pretty much like uh, raving racists. <laughs> well, of course, like 53% of registered voters like didn't right. vote. So, but, but, those people, so, those people probably and, also. And if you ask them yeah, why they. But if you ask them if they like if the reason they didn't vote and you gave them the option of flag protests, probably like a good chunk of them would just randomly pick it because, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> or or just put like Colin, Colin and Kaepernick <laughs> on there. They would just like select that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just Colin Kaepernick. They're like, oh yeah, goddamn it. Fuck that guy. Um, anyway, I thought that was I thought that was really kind of chilling that the NFL released a survey about why less people are watching the NFL, and their big like headline conclusion was uh, that it was the fault of the flag protests. It's like, it felt very self-serving uh, and very weird. Um, so I, I had opinions on that, and you've you've heard. I them feel like now. make room for sports is on is on the brink of an NFL blackout. Like maybe we shouldn't even talk about the NFL. Well, now what's the? Um, I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, um, <laughs> because someone recently was telling me uh, that LA has um, like a. Uh, I have to look it up. I'm sorry. I have to go to my research corner. I was excited to hear what you were going to say. 
Well, I know. I really built that up. Um, okay, here's what I'm about to say, and I don't want you guys to feel weird about it. Laundry Football League. <laughs> Um, you know we're big into the WNBA. Apparently, LA has a really enjoyable lingerie football team, <laughs> and I'm just suggesting that maybe next se- next football season, we um, you know we continue our rich tradition of feminism on this podcast that does not yet include having had any female guests or participants, um, but might. And we like we'll, we'll put it to a vote, but uh, maybe next week, lingerie football league we're or different. NFL. Like we'll, we'll let the listeners like there's decide. Multiple teams, multiple games. Yes, I think so. And I and by my understanding, uh, they play pretty damn hard. Um, and it's it's actually pretty. These are interesting. girls in LA. So I'm we could d- go, and we could see a game in LA of two teams of the females in lingerie playing football very aggressively. Women. I'm let's, gonna promise. Let's say women uh, in LA, but. Um, uh, let's let's say athletes. Yeah. Let's just say like guys. Yeah. Um, no, look. I this requires further research from me. I'm gonna do a. Di- uh, a deep research dive into the Lingerie Football League, uh, and next week I'll provide you with some investigative journalism. I, yeah. I think, honestly, I, I, I think I can do just like an on-the-spot um, uh, correction and regret. <laughs> um, I, and, I, and I could okay. be wrong, so maybe, maybe, maybe this will backfire. Um, but I think that's just like, that's just, I'm pretty sure the Lingerie... Uh, football league was just, just a weird WWF thing that Vince McMahon programmed for halftime during the Super Bowl, like for a few years. That's what I thought uh, it was incorrect. too. That's what I thought it was too. That's why I was surprised when Simon is implying there's more to it. There, there's definitely more. They have them in Canada. They have them in Australia. No way. I'm on Wikipedia, guys. Oh, wow. I'm like, like, no. It, it it originated from an alternative Super Bowl halftime television show called The Laundry Bowl. Oh, okay, that's what I was referencing. Um, that, yeah. that was so. So yeah, you're right. Uh, however, um, it it was in 2009. LFL chairman uh, Mitch Mortaza expanded the concept from a single annual exhibition game to a 10-team laundry football league. Wow. Um, most most LFL teams in the United States use the same color scheme as a professional men's football team in the area. Um, so they it's it's full contact. It seems really dangerous. Um, uniforms can just uniforms consist of shoulder pads, elbow pads, knee pads, performance wear, and ice hockey style helmets with clear plastic visors in lieu of face masks, um, and then uh, underwear. Um, yeah, there are no field goals nor punts. Um, there's seven women on each team. There's yeah, there's global leagues. So yes, there is uh, the the Los Angeles Temptation. Uh, who play out of Citizens Business Bank Arena in Ontario, California, um, is our local team. The other teams in... Oh, wow, there's... there's Okay, well, there's some that are planned and some that are defunct. Um, Dave, I don't see any, unfortunately, in your area, but, uh, I'm okay but with that. Mike could I'm root cool for with the... That. I mean, it's hard to imagine that... Mike? that I, I wish that... I wish that they were playing and that they were like it was very serious it's hard to imagine that you know the games are anything more than like i don't know it's hard for you to imagine that because of your i mean I want, no, like i want it and... to be really i want to i want to go to the game and see it like uh when we go to wnba game where it's like it's high quality it's high quality well what maybe it is high quality is i guess we what i'm at we will not know we will not know until we explore this further. Uh, Mike will have to drive to Pittsburgh to see the Pittsburgh Rebellion. Um, 
And Dave, I think the nearest team... D.C., Washington? Uh, no. You're also probably going to be Pittsburgh. Oh. <laughs> um, so, sorry, pal. I'm watching a... <laughs> uh, wait, actually... Oh, no, no. I'm so sorry, Dave. I stand corrected. They, they have not yet... Uh, they're in the works, but the Washington Warriorettes of Washington, D.C. are a planned expansion franchise uh, probably for next year or 2019. So, uh, so you'll just have to well, wait. Uh, to be here's what I'm more interested in: is there's this 18-year-old yeah. girl from Arizona named Becca Longo, who might be the first woman to make it to the NFL. She's a um, she's a punter or she's a kicker. What is she? Is that the same thing? Oh, no, no. no we figured she's, out we figured out it kicker. wasn't a okay, few episodes a ago. But... Um, and um, She's apparently really good, and she's playing in high school, and she may, people are predicting she may actually make it to the NFL and be the first NFL uh, female. Well, it, it could be it could be a fully co-ed sport soon, because from what I'm reading about the Legends Football League, formerly the Lingerie Football League, <laughs> I'm correcting myself uh, on the show, uh, as, I, as I continue uh, to explore my research corner. <laughs> The Legends Football League uh, looks like it's kind of going to catch up to the NFL pretty soon. So I, uh, I actually think it'll be a fully, uh, you know, there'll be a wide range of genders uh, in an NFL pretty soon. It looks so crazy dangerous. Like they, they look like they definitely don't have enough padding. And they, they go, they, they're No, it looks incredibly dangerous. It looks like it would make me um, feel bad to watch. Right. But there's only one way to find out. And that's to go see a game. So Mikhail and I are on it. Um, we'll have to drive to Ontario. That's not that far. That's yeah, okay. We can handle that. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll keep an eye on that, Mikhail, and, and that way we can uh, avoid the NFL. So what else do we want to talk about, guys? We're, we're nearing up on the one-hour mark. Oh. Do you want to call it do an episode? Need, I, I, I think we – wait, what do I hear? I think I hear something. Oh. Oh, I heard it. I heard it. It's the yeah, – <laughs> it's the plays of the week siren. <laughs> Oh, okay. You didn't hear it, <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I, I, I did hear it. I just... Um, Wait, Simon, sorry, stone the Simon did you listen to last week's episode after it was edited? Uh, oh, okay. I haven't yet. I'm really, really proud. <laughs> I listened to the first... I listened to the... Uh, okay. I was really proud of what so, I did with, yeah, the, with no, the Simon. Uh, it was good, Dave. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Thank you. Um, I need to I need to listen to it. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so what are your... Let's hear the plays of the week, guys, and then we'll, then we'll call it an episode, and we'll dive into some of this other stuff uh, next week. Well, I've got an ambiguous um, one. Wait, wait, um, oh. And, uh, and so I think it's actually going to be up for vote of whether it's play of the week or play of the week, um, W-E-A-K. Mm-hmm. So my play of, my play of the blank uh, involves LeBron James, and he was in Las Vegas um, watching one of his sons play in AAU, which is like a summer, um, you know, youth basketball league. And uh, I don't think his sons are that old. I feel like it's probably maybe like 11 or 12, but I'm not really sure. And uh, sitting really far away from the scorer's table uh, where like the, the sort of desk referee is. And he noticed that the, I guess he'd been keeping tabs on the score and he noticed that the score was wrong. So LeBron like got up and like walked like really far across like through the stands to go over to the scores table and like correct them and tell them that they had the score wrong and that they, they, they had they had uh they had ripped off his son's team and that they, they his his son's team it was off by like a point or something and he went over to, to make them correct it and who, and who's gonna say no to i think that's 
I think that's a strong play. I mean, he was he was correct, right? He was correct, yeah. Yeah, then that's a, that's yeah, a strong play. Like, that's definitely. It was also like you know like like middle school school basketball. It was like his sons, and it was like you know LeBron, like one of the the greatest athletes of all time, like just getting like really serious about you know a youth basketball game, and I don't know. Well, com- conversely, maybe he wants to teach his son about fairness. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, and, and uh, just you know, be like, oh, this game to, doesn't count that much, you, you know. Yeah, he's got, he, he, how do you tell your son to trust the refs when something like that right. happens? So I, 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 I couldn't that, I'm going to go with play of the week that also and t- not play of the week. <laughs> couldn't that also teach his son about um, about power uh, in a negative way and about how, you know. Well, but it, but that's just it, though. Power was being used in, in a, if, if LeBron was actually right, then the power is being used in a positive way. Um, and so, yeah, so I think it's positive. I mean, I would yeah, but if he I was would wrong, agree with that with no ambivalence if, if he was correcting it the opposite way, if he realized that, that his uh, son's team had too many points. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that would have been really yeah. admirable. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's tough. Okay, but that's, your vote's that's in. A, that's tough. You, I wish, I wish... you vote play of the week. Oh, yeah. I vote play yeah. of the week. Uh, uh, Britt, what do you vote? Is it true that... What, excuse me, what did you say? Play of the week or play of the yeah, week? Is it play of the week or play oh, of the week? that's play yeah. of the... Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um... I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote play of the week. Okay, cool. Okay, all right. Go on, okay. So we're all on the same same. We're all in agreement on that one. Mikhail, do you have a play this week? Um, you, you didn't make room for sports. I didn't. Well, before, really quick, is it true that LeBron James um, is trying to quit biting his fingernails? I think that was a storyline like ten years I, ago. Uh, really? Yeah, I think. But, yeah, he's probably he's probably gone one way or the other on that by now. How did he do it? How did he quit? Um, he probably cl- he probably clipped them short, or you know, yeah, I, like like yeah. I don't know. All right, I'll I'd go like to my to research talk corner. To about this, I'd like to really. Oh, maybe really, we could have him on. Yeah, I was thinking he could he could maybe help me out. While while Simon's in his research corner, I have an opposite story because um, I'm thinking you don't have a play of the week and you're just filibustering right now. So I'm going to do yours. Um, I'm going to get. I'm about to get one. This one is decidedly play of the week. W e a k. So LeVar Ball, uh, okay. a very famous LeVar Ball, who we know, was coaching his son LaMelo, who's 15, um, also in an AAU game. And um, LeVar was called for a technical foul for cursing at a ref. Um, and then actually, oh, hello. Hi. Um, and then uh, LeVar got so upset because he was called for the technical foul that he actually pulled the team off the court, this team of, of high school students, um, and had his team forfeit, even though they were winning at the time. Um, of really? The because, yeah, because he was so angry that a technical foul had been called on him, the coach. Wow, that's a, that's some sore losing. Uh, really bad. Especially considering that they were winning. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the team was winning, but he lost. He got a foul called on him, so he forced them to quit the game. Yeah. That's inc- that's remarkable. That's my favorite Lavar Ball story, actually. So and then far. I'm reading here: <laughs> like a ref ref company yeah. cuts ties with Adidas over incident with Lavar Ball. I don't know what that means. Okay, oh, well, I know what it is. Well, it's it's this. It's the same thing. Breaking and news. then what happened was um, that that ref that gave him that technical foul was actually a woman. Oh, and then yeah. in the next AAU game, she was assigned to his game, and it was an Adidas sponsored league. 
and he either called Adidas or there was an Adidas rep there, and he demanded that that woman be taken off of the game, and Adidas acquiesced and uh, and, and took her off the game and, and and put someone else in. So, wow. Oh wow. Oh, so that company, okay. so the ref, the referee company, cut ties with Adidas. Yeah, the referee company wouldn't oh. ref Adidas's league anymore because that's really screwed up. Well, good for them. That's that is really screwed up. Uh, yeah, I, I, I find I find that a contemptible move on the part of yeah, Adidas. Ball, I mean. um, however, if they wish to if they wish to sponsor our podcast, I'm willing to reverse that opinion. Did we ever talk about Levar Ball on um, when he was on the WWF or whatever? Yeah, I think we skipped over that. So weird. Yeah, it feels like that's kind of like a B B celebrity thing that people just kind of yeah. go through uh, on their way to becoming a U.S. president. Um, which, by the way, I'm I'm calling it now. Lavar Ball, 2028. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh man, that's yeah, really look, scary. I mean, assuming it feels very real. It feels real, so <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we just got serious. Um, I didn't really have a play of the week, but I did watch a video of Steph Curry mocking LeBron James workout videos, and it really irritated me. So I'm going to call that my play of the week. Oh. Um, it's it's LeBron does these workout videos, and Steph Curry. Uh, is like like imitating him and i don't know for whatever reason that that was in my timeline huh. on social media a lot today and it uh there's no winners in that there's no what? there's no <laughs> there's no good or bad side kind of, when it comes to I Steph Curry mocking LeBron James workout videos I, I feel like i'm i'm gonna be a winner when i'm watching that i, I want yeah, Steph Curry mock LeBron James I, feel like, like it, I don't know it's it's just a bit of yeah uh, i mean look i i guess I guess I have complicated feelings, which is if you post workout videos, that's inherently silly. But then if you post yourself mocking workout videos, it's like, well, I mean, they're workout videos. They're it's low hanging fruit. Yeah. You know, it's it's it, it felt to me. Um, though I mean, I'm I'm all in favor of a heated Steph Curry Lebron rivalry. Um, but well, was yeah, he doing the know. the Lebron video where Lebron is like looking at the into the camera, um, lip sync that rap song, <laughs> yeah. and like, is he doing that? Uh, yeah, oh, I think I so. Really yeah. have to see yeah, this. Oh is, my god, that is the that is the one. Oh yeah, with first day out by by T Grizzly. Huh. Yeah, uh, that's the one he's that's the one he's mocking. Um, I'll post the I'll post a link. Uh, I'll post a link in the episode description. I'm sending you guys the link right now so Dave can can lull himself to sleep uh, in a furious state. Wait, I, and, I heard, uh, and let's uh, just from googling it. Apparently, like um, Kyrie Irving was in on this as well. Is Kyrie Irving? Yeah, Kyrie Irving is there randomly, like like he's just like in the room. Uh, watching Steph Curry do it and laughing and laughing hysterically. I think I know why they were all together um, because my play of the week puts them all in the same location, actually. In Vegas, oh, right? Really? What is that? Uh, yeah, Harrison Barnes uh, got married. Was it in Vegas? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there at like a wedding. Yeah. yeah. So because my play of the week yeah, was that um, Dallas Mavericks coach or bench boss, I guess, uh, Rick Carlisle. That's is a, a great piano player, and he's jamming out on the piano at Harrison Barnes's wedding and it's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and but and well, at the wedding was also Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, Andre Iguodala, Clay Thompson. Imagine going to a wedding imagine going to a wedding with all those guys dancing on the dance floor with you. It'd be sick. Uh, I don't really have to because we were at uh, you know the four of us were at your wedding pretty recently and that was just as an all star moment That's true. for me. <laughs> That's true. Um 
being there with my Make Room for Sports co-host, I was like, I can't believe they're all in the same room, and I'm also in the room. I can't believe this is happening, is what I kept saying yeah, to myself. No. Um, oh man, yeah. I'm watching this this thing of Steph Curry mocking that video, and it's really making me like Steph Curry. Like I was kind of on this Steph Curry hate train, and I, oh, I'm wow. getting off the train. I I, I love. I, oh, wow, I did not expect I, I did not expect this to go in that direction. I love Steph Curry again. Um, so so yeah. so we're way over we're way over on this episode. We should we should wrap okay. it up. Uh, those are some good plays Real of the quick. week. We, did Kyrie Irving sign with anybody? God, did Kyrie Irving? Did, I wanted to follow it up. Did he sign with anybody yet? We Dude, we would have led with that, man. All right, that, yeah, we would have been talking about that like right, an hour right. ago. Yeah, no, that's still right. next week. Next week, hopefully. Right. But no, no, he's still, uh, he's still on his his his, his uh, trade sweepstakes. Uh, In fact, continue. supposedly uh, the, he the, cut off communication with the Cavs. Like he won't respond to to, to their their like calls or emails. <laughs> well, I mean, some cast been burning his jersey. I can relate. No, you can't relate because Kyrie Irving is actually under contract with them and getting paid eighteen million dollars a year and won't return their calls or emails. No, I feel like I've taken girls out to some pretty nice dates and then they don't return my calls afterwards. <laughs> but, Dave. but I, I can feel relate. Like if you were under contract from a studio for twenty million dollars a year, you'd be returning their calls and emails, even if you were disgruntled. Yeah, I would be. I would be. But in this scenario, I'm the Cavs, and the women who've dated me are Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'm flipping it. Yeah, I can I can relate to how the Cavs feel. I can't relate to Kyrie right, Irving. Right, right. Uh, he, he, yeah, yeah. No, I, I. So sorry. When I said I can relate, I'm. You and yes. I are on the same page. The Cavs have a right have a right to expect Kyrie Irving to at least pick yeah. up the phone. Jesus. Uh, which is all I say when I stalk women on social media. <laughs> Uh, after they break up with me it's like look i just ask one thing um and it's just for you to listen to me talk for five hours a day uh about my about my workout regimen um so all right well fellas um i think we did a good job this week Wait, uh despite I found, mike I leaving us really amazing god fucking really amazing nah dude you did where it's about... what? god damn it all right you guys tell me if this is worth me jumping in and cutting you off is it Steve Adams who plays for the for the Oklahoma City Thunder, right? When he when he practices mm-hmm. his free throws, part of his routine involves uh, having their coach sporadically give him uppercuts to the stomach when he least expects it. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Pretty, that's not bad. It's pretty weird. It's and, very weird and funny, but um, yeah. yeah. But it was still uncool. But I mean, worth the, worth. Well, we'll have to let the listeners decide if ha- if having episodes this long is worth the information they're getting. Um, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Next week, uh, the Legends Football League, uh, an in-depth look at soccer, possibly a female guest, possibly the triumphant return of Mike, um, hopefully all of those things and more. So, so be sure to tune in next week. Um, even if you just fast forwarded the end of this episode. Oh, and major league right, baseball and cocaine. All right, that'll be the last. That's 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 that.